I got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Wait, who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stump. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. July 2nd, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. It is the 4th of July weekend and time to relax. Time for a barbecue and time to light up some fireworks and a good cigar, and in this case, the same. We'll be doing that as we celebrate the nation's Independence Day with a bang and with Nick Perdomo, the owner and founder of Perdomo Cigars. He's going to give away a $5,000 humidor today to one lucky listener from the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Yes, sir. I think I – this is Chuck chiming in here. Um, I'd like to suggest a wardrobe change. Barry's got the blue. Jonathan has the red. Dave, if we had the white going on – that would be the perfect theme we go. for the 4th think, of July show here. I didn't get the memo. I was not sent that memo. <sighs> on the video, it looks amazing. we got the blue, the red, and then Dave in dark blue. If you had the white shirt going on, man. Okay, let's see what I can do uh, during the break. <laughs> and, uh, we T-shirt gotta... underneath. <laughs> oh, there I we go. Do Strip could... down. Shirts. That'd be ugly, Words right? that I thought would come from Jonathan and not myself, take it off. There we go, man. <laughs> Uh, I want to give a shout-out. We've got two special listeners yes, we do. in the audience yes, we that do. have never been to a live show, not to take anything away from our regular viewing audience over here, but we have Trey and Mike visiting us from just outside of Waco, Texas. Yeah, long way. Long way to travel. Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way out here. Howdy. Howdy, is that what they say? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. And also, I'm going to get the There's ba- two of them, so you can say, howdy, y'all. I'm yeah. going to get the bad news out of the way right away. Yeah? Nick's flight isn't going to land until... 208. So we're doing a longer show? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we're going to stay on. Yeah, we have uh, uh, Nick that... Um, we're having Perdomo problems. He's having, he's having travel problems. I wonder with, what airline he could be on. Yes, that starts with an A and... Ends with an a. a. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrible. They're terrible. It's getting worse and worse. And I, and I know earlier this week, he came from Spain... And they lost his luggage, and he had to wait a day to get his luggage. Thank God he was back anyway, and major, major delays, four, five, six hours, and it was them again. Uh, If I had America in my name, this would be the time of year I would want to shine. We're going to make America great again. I've been hearing that, but they're not talking about American Airlines. They're talking about what? The country itself. 
Definitely not the airline. Definitely not the airline. I think it, they're too far Wouldn't gone. Wouldn't take much to improve it because <laughs> they're actually trying their best to actually make it as terrible as it can possibly be. Speaking of America, happy 240th birthday. Yes. Independence Day this weekend. And uh, a direct a declaration of independence from Great Britain. And um, we've been messing things up over the past few years or something, but hopefully that's going to improve. But anyway, uh, we thought we would start the show off with a bang. Oh, I was hoping we could stall just a little longer. A little longer. <laughs> Speaking of little, this is a little cigar, but it packs a punch from what I understand, Barry. What do we know about this cigar here? Well, back on April 9th, it was first reported that the 2016 Firecracker would be made by Skip Martin and Mike Rosales of Roma Craft Tobacco at the Nicosueño factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. This week, those 200 boxes went on sale, and in just under eight hours, they were gone. The Cro-Magnum Firecracker measures 3.5 by 50 and uses U.S. Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper. It contains a long filler, full-body blend of some of the world's most sought-after tobaccos. The filler leaf for this blend was acquired from three separate growing regions in Nicaragua, Esteli, Condega, and a small farm north of Esteli on the Honduran border. To round things out, the binder utilizes an exotic, exotic Cameroon binder. My prediction... Someone in the studio will tap out before the first hour of the show is Someone up. Someone on the show will tap out. Yes, and I will not be I'm ashamed. ready to tap out now. <laughs> I will not be ashamed to say so. I have smoked two already in the past. Now they've come complete with the bands on them and everything, and I am smoking my third and last. <laughs> third smell and the last. Foot and tell me if it doesn't smell exactly like when you rip open a brand new packet a potato of chips? grape Kool-Aid. You're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, I think, is what's happening there. Oh, no, I have Kool-Aid on my fingers. Sorry, false alarm. Really? Just kidding. I don't get that at all. It smells like potato chips. So, uh, unfinished foot. It's got the long pigtail that's tucked in between the band. It's a good-looking cigar, but it is more than full-bodied. This is as high-octane as it gets, I would say. Yeah. Anybody that says, Paul Beasley, anybody that says this is not a full-bodied cigar... <laughs> It doesn't get more full-bodied than this. This is it. This is, this is the max. I'm also going to add that uh, speaking with Skip Martin yesterday, or was it Thursday, um, he said that he personally wanted to keep the cigars a few weeks longer, that he feels like they could have used a little bit more aging. So he says... A few you, weeks longer? Talk about the last minute. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. They drive me crazy. So he said that anybody that bought a box, when you crack open the box, if the humid pack inside of the box... Feels like it's brand new. Dry box the cigar for a day or two before you smoke it. Because he feels with the closed foot, it held on to the humidity a little much. So let me ask you, what did you do with these? I smoked one that no, I have aging. These exact ones were smoking. These were sitting on my kitchen counter overnight. All right, so that's so, good, right? So they have been dry boxed for about dry box 15 hours. out of the box? Out of humidity. Out of humidity. Out of the box, out of humidity. Yes. Yeah. But everybody I know that smoked one right out of the box so far said that they haven't had a problem keeping it lit. Yeah, they, bur- they burn well and yep. everything. And, that, and that's the case. This is as full body as you're going to get where the cigar is going to be able to burn yep. and smoke properly. As opposed to if you put all the hero in a, in a tobacco, it's not going to burn. Mm. It yes, it's gonna, it's, it would get stronger than this, but it would never burn. So here's a complete cigar. You, I don't think you can make it more full body than this. You're talking Nicaraguan uh, uh, Puro. 
Pure. Uh, no, well, it's a Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. Okay. And a Cameroon Binder. And a Cameroon Binder. Oh, so, so, Dave, so the fill is a Nicaraguan Pure. All right. What I like <laughs> to do on these, when we, before we cut, what I like to do is I like to leave the stem, or the, the wick, as I like to call yes. it, on uh, the cigar. And I'll cut, you know, I'll cut the, uh, uh, the cap the off, yeah. but I'll leave the tail there. All right. I like to picture my baby Jesus in a tuxedo T-shirt. Like yeah, it kind of says, I'm cool, and yet we're not. Yeah, I came to party. Yeah. I came to party. Came to party. All right, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Take a little bit more off there. I'm going to cut a little bit. Oh, I'm going to slide my wick down a little bit, not to uh, get. I don't want the wick in my mouth. Yeah. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> Cold draw of jalapeno. Hard peppers. to draw, and that's because it's a closed foot. So don't think the drawer is bad. It, it is it's a closed foot. It is oh, yeah. habanero peppers on the cold draw, just like boom. Take a bite right in your mouth. Hot. Look at that broad leaf, barbecuey broad leaf, smoky. Yeah, smoky. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. This so, is so we got a little teeny cigar and a big giant lighter. <laughs> well, the the flavor fro- profile of this cigar intimidates the hell out of me. Yeah. So I had to go with the Vertigo Intimidator lighter. This is a twenty-four ninety-nine. Like I feel like it's overdoing it, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way it is. This is the fat man in a little coat lighter right, <laughs> yes. right here. So it's the Barry lighter. <laughs> this is the Barry Stein pocket lighter. Listen, you, you don't get much more big ass than this tank. You get an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, although it looks like this whole thing is all adjustment wheel. It's not. You've got to use your thumbnail to get in there and adjust the lighter. Uh, when the flame is lit, it does change color, so you don't lose this flame out in the bright, hot sun. On the golf course. On the golf course while you're shoveling snow, etc. On the beach. Et so would you say $150? $24.99 for the Vertigo Intimidator. Everything's intimidating about it except the price. Very fair. More than fair. It's between a lighter. It's between a pocket lighter and a table lighter. Yes. Either way, whichever you choose. Or a weapon. Or a weapon. So, 2007, we started the firecracker craze. Often imitated, never duplicated. Often imitated. Yes, a lot of imitators out there. But it's the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very insulted by it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Um, we put this on sale on Thursday. Thursday. And there were 200 odd and 200 something boxes. 200 boxes. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're going to go with, 200? Yeah. Not the actual ones? Well, those were kept for the store. Okay. Um, how long to sell? A little bit under eight hours. Okay. All 200 gone? Yeah. Yes. Wow. That was it. All on their way. Wow. The unfortunate thing is the people that ordered it, unless they lived very local, uh, most likely do not have it in time for 4th of July. Which is the whole point. The whole point. But you can come to our store where there's a few boxes out at each store left and grab some uh, or grab one to smoke on 4th of July. I'm going to consider today, 4th of July, for me, so that I don't have to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could pretty much pick any cigar other than this, and you're going to go milder. And how long do we expect this to last? An hour? 
Nicholas I don't know. Last the full hour? Did you, you time this yet? Yesterday I smoked it. It lasted me uh, just under two hours. Under two hours. But I'm a slow smoker. I can win the world championship of cigar smoking. I that pull, guy that smoked the I number four in two and a half stem, hours, yeah. I could beat it. Really? I am convinced. It's got to stay lit. It's got to stay lit. You're not going to relight it. You're not going to retouch nope. it. You're not going to do anything. There's a vegetable component it's, to this. It's in your face strong. Right in your face. This is string beans. <laughs> no. With <laughs> string beans. Thai peppers cooked it's with It's spicy. Them. It's in my nose. It's right in my... It's a punch in the face. Right in the nose. A little cayenne. A little cayenne. Just a little. Taking nothing away from the guys at Roma Craft. They make great cigars. This is not for me at all. At all. I believe you like their Intemperance Connecticut line. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those are very nice. This is overpowering strong. Yeah. The the problem is you smoke something like this and you tap it out and you're done for the day and that's it. I can't do this. If kind I smoked this all the way to the band, I'd be done for the rest of the weekend. They need to come up with one that looks like it's tough, but it's really weak. Right. Or how about just come up with a mild firecracker so that we can enjoy smoking them for once? There was a Connecticut firecracker. It didn't come out, and mm. I approved it, and I'll leave the manufacturer out of it. It didn't happen. I think you mentioned it in one, another I show did. anyway. So. Yeah. It's all right. I remember that. It was actually really good. That was surprising. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Let me send you some more samples. I don't need any more samples. You've hit it send on it. the head. Right. When you got it, you got it. And that's it. Uh, I wonder what FDA with um, Firecracker coming out in 07 but changing factories year after year after year. Is there an issue here? Hmm. Hmm. That's a great question. Or do we get have to go back to the original factory. That would be so unfair because that means every company, the factory that a manufacturer, brand owner, right, brand owner, and you have the factory that makes it. The factory can hold you hostage, raise the prices, do whatever they want to you, actually not produce cigars for you, and you're out of business. They control your destiny completely, the factory itself. It would be very unfair. It it, It will be a lawsuit. It will be a lawsuit, and I know just a guy to pull that off. Do you? I do. Because you can't hold me hostage to who, who makes the cigar. Right? We only fear. It wouldn't be right. It becomes a monopoly at that point, doesn't it? Because of ransom. Well, I, well, I believe that's what it's all about, to be honest with you. That's why I believe the whole FDA thing is about creating monopoly, which is what this country is not supposed to be about. Here it is, 4th of July weekend. We want our independence. We do not want monopoly. We want to be independent. So for sake, besides the handful of boxes that are sitting here, which are going to be gone in the next hour or two, um, what is there any way for someone to get these cigars? They're listening to the show. They miss the boat. They wish they could get the cigar. And we, we talked before it happened, and we said we want to make it so that they can get the cigar, and here's how to get it. Yep. So if you missed out and you weren't one of the lucky recipients of the firecracker this week we invite you to take a picture enjoying a cigar with the hashtag tca boom that's tca b o o m and put it on the cigar authority facebook page facebook.com slash the cigar authority or anywhere on twitter or instagram with the hashtag up until next week's show and we'll pick out our favorite four and we'll give away a five-pack to each of those listeners. Cool. So right. what they have to do is they have to take a picture of themselves, like a selfie with the cigar, 
of smoke any cigar they any want, cigar. 4th of July, just tag TCA Hashtag Boom. It, TCA, which stands for The Cigar Authority. Right. TCA Boom. boom. Which stands and you're for in. The Boom. And you're in the contest. And then we're going to give four or five packs away, and each one of us will pick our favorite. I like it. What are we looking for, Dave? Well, are we looking for <laughs> someone physically smoking the cigar? Are we looking for a picture yeah, of the cigar smoking? I'm going to leave that up to the person themselves. Try to impress whoever you're trying to impress here or all of us and be one of the – because each one of us only has one to choose from. Yeah. I'm looking for cleavage. Cleavage? That's what I'm looking for. I would be a cleavage. <laughs> would, but Barry would Barry, be Barry, our for. audience is mostly male. That's He's, okay. He still he understands that. Yeah, he understands, he understands that. that completely. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a problem with that. He told me already I, something's going on because he already told me to take my clothes off earlier <laughs> in the show. He texted me earlier and asked if he could wear shorts today. I, I, you know, I've been, spending, yeah. I've been spending an extra couple of days a week with Mr. Jonathan. I go. think it's starting to rub off. There we go. So, giggity. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. regardless of the flavor that you guys are getting, I can see into the freaking future right now. This thing is so strong. All right, Ralphie May. <laughs> Isn't it burning beautiful, though? It is burning well. Perfectly. Uh, nice, tight. Uh, uh, yeah, tight line. So it's very aged tobacco, even though we know the cigar was just made. Very tight. No, not just made. How long do you rest these things? 90 days or so? Before he you had them resting a little bit longer because the company that makes his boxes kept saying they'll be there this week. Yeah. And then the week would go by, they'll be there this week. So they, they rested two or three weeks longer than they would have if the boxes showed up on time. Hmm. You know what it is? I can't stop I'm smoking. okay. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not ready to throw up or anything like that. It's heavy. It is heavy. I'm but okay. But it's smooth. It's clean. Yeah, I'm okay. <clears throat> you know, we smoke some strong cigars that are really, really rough on the edges. Harsh. Yeah. Not balanced. This has the strength, but it's clean. Yeah. You know, it's like a martini without I'm, the dirty. I'm glad it's three and a half juice. inches long. You know, if this was a Me too. six by 60 type of thing. Forget it. Yeah, it might kill you, right? No way. So it's a little little powerhouse. I will grab a box, put it aside, come to it a couple of years from now, see if it calmed it down, which I don't think it will. I can't see how it does. He actually, Skip said, since he's been resting these cigars, <laughs> he expected it to calm down. He actually, the first cigar he ever saw in his life that actually uh, got stronger with age. Really? Yeah. How does that happen? I, I have no idea. It's absorbing from the atmosphere. So TCA Boom, hashtag, which is yeah. the um, number sign. Number sign. Pound sign. And by them doing that on Twitter or Instagram, we can automatically track those pitches. But in Facebook, the only place to put it would be our Facebook page, right. or we won't see it. Right. Facebook.com forward slash the Cigar Authority. And then you just draw a picture up there. I'm looking it. for uh, uh, bikini shots. That's what I want. It's mostly guys. Once again, we've said that, right? And once again, I'm going to say I'm looking for bikini <laughs> shots. <laughs> I don't want Hashtag either. TCA boom. I'm uh, not looking for cleavage or bikini shots you, myself at yeah. all. I'm looking for location. I want to see some cool locations. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Show me enjoying cigars. Like inside. Show me like, what enjoying is. Yeah. And what cigar will you use? Most likely you don't have this. So what are you going to end up using? Impress me with the cigar. Like that. Impress me. Yeah. Yeah. And I will impress you. Impress you? Yeah. What would impress you? Well, rarity maybe, like a rare cigar. Yeah, yeah. Something old that I haven't smoked in a long time, maybe. If somebody had an original box of firecrackers. 
Yes. Sure. How about a fat man in a little coat? <laughs> yes. It'd be fun. You could make me laugh. You could make me laugh. You can't win, Barry, anyway, if you think you're going to pull that oh, off. Damn. Constance, not, Stay Constance out of my not closet. open to employees of the Cigar Authority and Two Dice Smoke Shop. Yeah. Well, they're affiliates. So we're all about giveaways on the show, man. We are, because uh, today, at the, uh, towards the end of the show, and hopefully we get Nick Perdomo on at the tail end of this thing so he can be the one pulling the, through the cameras or how, however we're going to do Directing your hand it. a little bit. Directing the hand or, or picking the lucky winner. But today, we will give away a Perdomo humidor. Um, that is the $5,000 humidor that is unbelievable looking. Well, you've got a metal plate in the lid, so the humidification, if you need to move it around, can move around. Right. A, First time I've seen this, a double seal on the lid. Yes. So when it goes down, it closes on the inside and the outside. So any moisture or dry air that needs to escape or come in has to go through this S-curve. Speaking of S-curves, the uh, miter joints on the edges joining the two pieces of wood to make the box, all S-curved mitered. Mm. Does it, it not only looks good, it's a very difficult thing to pull off. Most cigar boxes are just straight, 45-degree angle cut. This is S-curved. This is a monster of a box. Huge. Weighs a lot. And we have to ship it to you. Or Nick's going to ship it to you. I One think. or the other. Yeah. It says it'll hold 200 large ring gauge cigars. I think that that is under what I, it will hold. Yes. I, it, looks it looks like, like it's going to hold more. much more. Definitely. It's gigantic. So uh, we're hoping that you live local. If and talk about a collector's piece. I oh, mean, my that's, God. Yeah. I don't know how many, how many were made. 500. 500. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And this is the red one. I guess there's multiple colors. but I Red see, and black, yeah. I believe. I think there's two colors. Yeah, sir. 250 of each. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think the red one looks better. So I don't do. know which one our winner will be getting because I believe, I believe the red will be sending it. Okay. So there's a 50-50 yes. chance. Okay. All right. Whatever it is, listen, congratulations yeah. if you're, you're the lucky winner of that. Um, and that's happening in cigar shops across the country. So if you're not the lucky winner of it, go to your local brick-and-mortar retailers. You'll see it there, and you buy a few cigars, and you get entered into it, and it's way better than the lo- buying a lottery ticket, let me tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we're going to give ours away uh, during this show, at the tail end of this show, and next week we're giving away the five-packs, four five-packs of um, the Firecracker by Romacraft. This is the Cro-Magnon Firecracker. So have you ever, have you ever been just blitzed? completely drunk in your life like Uh, way over the top no all right it's happened to me once or twice one of them was at my friend's bachelor party where we were in the limo and it was just out of control but you know there's a point and you listeners that have been drunk will understand this there's a point when you realize oh my god that last (laughs) drink was one too many that's what I i feel it in my face right now that last puff was one too many. that's it really you're already already there yeah have you retrohaled yet? No. <laughs> I did say somewhere on social media that I, w- I'd be, I would yes, try it. that's why I bring it up. All right. I want to see this. <sighs> oh, he's going to take it in. He's going to blow it through his nose. And here it is. <laughs> Come on. Let it go. Do it. Come on. <laughs> Bailey. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to set this down for a second. Oh, no. Does anybody have a bucket? You're looking for a throw-up cup? The throw-up cup. What's redder, his shirt or his face? No one's ever thrown up on the air before. Chuck's been close. Yeah. 
and I'm close. Oh, I can no. feel it. Why would you do that? That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. My eyes are watering. Oh, no. Ooh. I can't feel my no- nasal passages at all. My Ru- whole nose Have is you numb. ever been so blitz drunk you were going to boot? That was you. Just so you know, Rudy de- said you did it wrong and you should do it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rudy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this up here. <laughs> Taking the lid off. Yeah, just get it ready. And, uh, and, and, don't, and make sure it all goes in there. Don't make any come on this way. No, no one has ever th- – you've thrown up smoking a cigar, right? I've done it twice. When I was like 12 when really? I had my first cigar, yeah. I've, I've never thrown up smoking a cigar. This will be the first. But you feel it coming, right? <laughs> For those of you who just listened to the podcast, you've got to check out the video. Yeah, it's worth every – was good. Oh my god, it's like an ice cream headache. <laughs> it is very heavy. Very. <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I still smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Putting that down for a little bit. <laughs> I think the wave of nausea is gone. I think I'm okay. <coughs> okay, so. I just retrohaled and coughed too, so I feel for you. Oh my god, my eyes are tearing. So now that um, the, the, uh, the people at Cigar Journal Magazine had a thing online, we mentioned to you the past couple of weeks we could go vote, and we, we didn't want to sway the voters in any way and let yeah. them know. Uh, the voting is over. They have all the votes, and you can't vote anymore. But we can. We can just talk about what it is. I didn't want to bring it up before. But let's look at best brand. And I don't want to go to each individual size of every single brand, but best brand. So what do you think is going to happen with best brand in the Dominican Republic? And your choices are Davidoff, Winston Churchill, Gurkha, 125th anniversary, La Aurora, 107, La Flor Dominicana, Double La Hero, mm. and Casada, 40th anniversary. I don't want to know what you like the best. I want to know what you think is going to win. It's the year of LFD, baby. I think LFD takes us. And Chuck says LFD. See, because... I'm gonna. Ha- I have to go. I have to go. Winston Churchill on this. Mr. I want to say LFD, but I just think you put the two of those cigars up side by side. I think the Winston Churchill takes it. More people can be able to smoke. Uh, Correct. The That's what I'm cigar. going with. If it was regular Lajero, maybe it would go the other way. But I'm going LFD. Lido just made a big push through Europe. Evidently, he has a following there. I believe LFD is going to win. And I'm going to say the same. So we're going to have three people going for the LFD double Lajero. What do we I get when I win? Why I say it is we can't keep it in stock. Mm. Like the 7,000s and things like that. I mean, you can't keep these things in stock. They, every single one that gets produced is gone. Uh, it's too strong for me. It's another cigar. It's too strong for me, but um, it's hot. It's hot. Um, okay, on Honduran, we have the Alec Bradley Black Label, Black Market. You've got the Camacho American Barrel Aged, Flor de Copan, Flor de Silva and Rocky Patel 20th anniversary. What do you think? Beasley says Camacho. I'm going to agree with Bees. I think Camacho. Okay, Chuck's going to go with the Camacho. I don't like agreeing with anybody, but I do agree that it's Camacho, American barrel aged all the way. Mr. Jonathan. See, with the huge push with the American market, there was a lot of publicity with this. I think it's going to go to Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel. Even though if it was strictly a European vote, it would have been Flor de Silva. Because they have a big footprint they do. in Europe. Good they point, do. Barry, actually. And they win a lot of stuff over there. Now, you ready to throw me because I was going to go with American Barrel Aged. Now, I'm going to go with American Barrel Aged. Personally, my favorite of all Camachos 
is American Barrel Age, so I'm going to go with that. I do have a backup plan in case Nick Perdomo doesn't make it. Yeah. Your mom just walked in. Yeah. We could interview her. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is going to be uh, Nicaraguan. We have CAO Flathead. We have Flor, uh, Hoy de Nicaragua, Cuatro Cinco. We have Nub. We have Perdomo Double Age 12 Year Vintage and San Cristobal, or better known as Paradiso, over there, right? Uh, there is no question on that of that list. It's the Double Aged. Mr. Jonathan says the Perdomo Double Aged. Janine Perdomo constantly politicking. I believe they win in a landslide. Barry says a landslide there. Perdomo, and that is Chuck. And I'm going to do the same thing. That's the winner. Uh, I don't think it's – they win every year, actually. They win every single year for Nicaraguan uh, cigar. USA, and I don't know a lot about these, uh, all of these. uh, Casa Fernandez, Miami. Mm -hmm. El Primer Mundo. El Primo Mundo. Yeah. That's Sean Williams' brand. Liga Munding. Sean Williams. Based in Georgia, cigars are made at El Titan de Bronze. Oh, really? Okay. So El Titan de Bronze brand. Casa Fernandez is their own stuff made in Miami themselves. Made in Miami, yep. Uh, El Rijo El Ocho. El Rojo. El Alejo. Don't know that one. I believe that. Is that possibly J.C. Newman's cigar? El R-E-L-O-J. El Rocho, I don't Relo. know. Peter Hello Hudson, Joe? if you can please help us out with the pronunciation, yeah. it would be appreciated. But anyway, we don't even know what that is. No. Uh, La Polina Family Series Miami. Okay. I know that's Also guy. made at El Titan de Bronze. Yep. And Tatuaje Reserva. Which is made in the My Father factory in Miami in the back of the office, the building. They no have kidding. a series really? of rollers back there. There is people rolling back yes, there. there is. Huh. How is that going to be legal if the mm-hmm. FDA takes over? Or when they take over, I'm sorry, not if. I didn't when. know that. So when we get the reservas in, they're coming from Miami? Yes, they're rolled in the, in the back of the – in the offices, when you walk in to the left is the offices, to the right is the shipping area. Behind both of those – You've seen it? Yes. There no are kidding. rollers. And then behind that, they have this deck that's right on a little bit of a river But not for people there. to see or people come in and see this? It, I think you can uh, you see it by appointment. Really? Okay. So what do you think? I think uh, I think Tatuaje takes that one. Mr. Jonathan says Tatuaje. I'm going to predict an upset. I'm going to predict Sean Williams, El Primo Mundo. Really? Have you smoked it? Yes. Good? Yes. He's been around for quite a few years. Since before I worked for Miami Cigar, he was around. I don't even know who he is, nor do I know that brand. What do you think, Charles? Chuck? What was it, La Polina? La Polina? Yeah. I'll go with La Polina. La Polina says Chuck. And uh, I, I say Tatuaje gets it, I guess. I didn't know that they really made a cigar there. If they do, uh, I say that's the winner. Okay. So we have something to look at anyway. That looks like it wraps it up. Then, then it gets into the best uh, cigar, and it goes by sizes and things like that. Uh, best medium filler. Uh, best lounges. Best um, accessories. And they have other awards that they don't actually let people vote on. And we'll follow that up and see what happens uh, when that well, happens. That's when is September? Uh, late September. Okay. Late September. And, and voting's we, cut off. Voting, voting is cut off. Yeah. So that's it, why I say now we can talk about it and give us not to, not to yeah, skew not to, anybody's yeah. uh, thoughts. Yeah. 
By the way, we have our first entry in hashtag really? TCA boom. TCA boom. Yes. I, give us some feedback. I put my cigar down. It stayed lit. Mr. Jonathan put a cigar down. It's still lit. I see smoke coming off, but he hasn't taken a hit off that since, uh, since he almost died. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll forever refer to that as the incident. The incident. And uh, just so Vic Anderson knows, uh, reposting a picture out of what looks like cigar snob does not count. Well, it can count all at once, but you won't win because it's not original. You, yeah. you just reposted somebody else's picture. Yes. Yeah, we will. But he showed cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was for you. And yes. it's in a bikini. And it's bikini. Yeah. So he took care of me and Mr. You would have thought You would have thought he would have shaved his mustache before the picture, though. <laughs> it has got a mustache. Okay, so what is it? Barbecue? Fourth of July? What do you do? Well, gas because it's easier, but I prefer briquettes. Yeah? The charcoal, the charcoal. smell. Real charcoal. Yeah. Real charcoal. I, have, uh, I used to have a pizza oven in my yard. And that's what we used to do, pizza, the Italian barbecue. So cool. So cool. And now we sold that house, and we moved into another house, a bigger house, but no, no pizza oven. You haven't built a pizza Get oven. Get on that, man. The pizza oven has been ordered. Okay. Of course it has. And uh, it will arrive and be put in by uh, mid-August, they said. So we're not making 4th of July, but we may have it in time for, for Labor Day. Yeah. How do, you, uh, how, do you, how do you fuel that? Wood? Wood, yeah. yeah. Wood fire. My brother and I started building a combination... Um, charcoal briquette and uh, coal forge slash barbecue grill out of brick. Cool. So we've started building it yesterday. We'll continue on the 4th of July, laying the bricks in. So you're not going to have it for it? You're gonna we work. have a regular grill. Okay. It's a project. It's a little... Yeah, it's our little fun thing. We like to get together and... you got to smoke this slow. I took a hit and then I went to go take another and I stopped myself yeah, because yeah. I'm starting to feel oozy. If I take, yep. Oh, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> the second time you retroheal it is the best one. Oh, that's what I hear. <laughs> yes, yeah. Then you really taste it. So what did you taste when you retroheal besides coughing and stuff? My own vomit. Really? Yep. It was, for me, it was serious tears. white pepper. I tasted my own tears. <laughs> and uh, there was just a hint, a very subtle hint of shame. shame. Yeah, you were ashamed of yourself? Yeah. Okay, what do we have for flavors here? Can you pick any flavors out as this is going on? A little bit of, a little bit of coffee. Coffee? Uh, definitely some white pepper. It's all pepper. It's not all pepper. And on, on the finish, there's a little underlying sweetness. It's very faint, but it's there. I, I don't have any sweetness. That chewiness that's left over on the finish for me is a little bit of a if, dark if, the, chocolate. if there's some coffee, it would be co- coffee grounds. It's like burnt ends when you do a uh, brisket. You carve off the burnt ends. It's so heavy, it's overpowering with flavor. It's too heavy. I'm actually enjoying it better today than I did yesterday. Yeah. Barry mentioned chocolate. I'm getting like a, I'm sorry, coffee. I'm getting like a really, it's there a little bit, but a dark chocolate. Okay. A little bit of sweetness on the finish. On the finish. Sweetness? Like dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark, dark chocolate. Yeah, like a 70 or 80%. Exactly. I'm with you there. Cacao. Charcoal. (laughs) (laughs) The charcoal itself. You know when you lick the ashtray while it still has ashes in it? (laughs) Charcoal. When you put the lid end in your mouth? Right. I've never done that. I should do it on purpose. Charcoal and hot peppers? 
I'm not saying this in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to think he's <laughs> yeah. talking trash about the cigar. He's just Look how nice it's burning and everything, but it's too powerful. Burn is good. The draw is good. The strength is too much. More for me. You can have them all. <laughs> yeah, I'm tap. I'm, I think I'm going to be tapping after. I'm not quite at tapping. Uh, that, that retro hail woke me up and uh, shook off the nicotine jitters, I'll tell you that. <laughs> My adrenaline's pumping. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, um, Nick Perdomo, the owner and founder of Perdomo Cigars, we're going to find out where he is and if he's going to make it here in time. We're going to find out the update on that because today we're going to give away his $5,000 Perdomo humidor to a lucky listener. Uh, Also, we're going to find out what's up in the cigar industry and lots more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. 
And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly podcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. What's up in the cigar industry? Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here as we prepare for Nick Perdomo, who is giving away a $5,000 humidor. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'll tell you, there's some uh, people in the studio audience that have those bracelets that uh, have their heart rate. And the heart rate as you smoke the cigar goes up. The heart rate goes up as you smoke it. Well, Unsurprising. It was, it was during that first quarter of an inch when it was really intense. And then Sean reported just a moment ago that it's starting to come down, which means he's hit the, the down point of the cigar. And when it kicks back up again, we'll look forward to him reporting back to us. My cigar is getting stronger. At the very beginning, it was strong and I was okay. But now I'm, I, my stomach is turning. I'm, my ears popped. <laughs> my ears whatever, popped. Whatever that's an indication I don't of. know what that means, but they did. My, I should have gotten the bucket ears. during the break. There we go. Oh, yeah. Mine's cranking. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, you drank too much coffee, right? It's uh, the yeah. jitters a Cheers, little bit. Definitely. Yeah. I did that, too. Anybody ever get hiccups when you, when you have some high nicotine cigar or something oh, that's yeah. too strong? You start getting the hiccups. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened, but I feel like that could happen. That I'm happens. fluttering. I'm fluttering. That happens because your blood sugar drops. And nicotine attaches itself to your blood sugar, and that's what causes that to happen. So when your blood sugar drops too quick, boom, you get the hiccups. Okay. And also, when you, when you have this feeling that uh, you're getting like this, your stomach's starting to get oozy, you put a little sugar on your tongue, and it actually makes it go away that's the real whole fast, immediately. Yeah, that's the whole Just thing. before you do that, it's important that you meow. Well, when, when I go to the IPCPR trade show, and I'm going around from boot to boot smoking cigar after cigar after cigar... There's a couple of little packets of sugar inside there just to save myself. Or, you know, I usually don't ever put sugar in my coffee, but I'll put sugar in my coffee, whatever I got to do, because it's just not getting a little oozy like happening right now, right now to me. I got the jitters. It's like I had too much coffee. I'm drinking coffee, <laughs> and I'm smoking this. You're double-fisted. And, and, I'm, and I'm jittering up a little, little bit. But anyway, uh, it is what it is. Right now, it's time to find out what's up in the cigar world. It's time for What's What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. A couple new arrivals this week as Two Guys Smoke Shop saw the arrival of the now-sold-out Cro-Magnon. 200 boxes in under eight hours. The Tatuaje Black is landed, which is available in five sizes. A short Robusto, Corona Gorda, Cazadores, Petit Lancero, and a Grand Toro. Now, that was out there for, for a long time, but it only came in one size, right? That's correct. It was originally released in a jar. Right. And then it became an event cigar, and now it's a regular release. And it also features a Criollo wrapper, and the cigar is a Nicaraguan Puro. A couple of new trademarks. Same blend as the original blend? Same blend as the original blend. You know, I remember and that in the jar. Tasted the same. Yep. Delicious tasting cigar, but actually looked ugly. And it still fits that okay. bill. All right. Uh, so don't look at the cigar itself and say, wow, this doesn't look all that great. It tastes awesome. Okay. Uh, a couple of new trademarks this week. This week, Jim Robinson, a.k.a. Island Jim, filed for a trademark on the packaging of Leaf by Oscar. That packaging is a cigar wrapped in a tobacco leaf instead oh, of cello. Yeah. 
Trademarking it so somebody doesn't rip him off. So he just filed for it. That's it. Yes. Um, evidently, maybe he heard word in the industry that somebody was planning on doing the same oh, thing. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shocked they haven't done it already. And they, and they probably did, and it's probably going to show up at the, at the trade, trade show. show maybe. Um, Nick Perdomo actually filed for Perdomo Lot 23 which is a cigar that's been in production for years. Many, many years. So yeah. I guess he's uh, dotting his I's and crossing his T's. Yeah, I see a lot of that. And J.C. Newman files for admiration. Mm. Um, as a brand? As a brand. Why? Admiration. Why? Yeah. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in industry news, it's been a relatively quiet week. Uh, this Hang week, on. Before you, you go any further, yeah. I just have one more thing that I want to ask you, Dave. Now, these are two very smart guys that run J.C. Newman. Could we infer in some way that by them filing for this, that maybe they know something that we don't know? Nobody knows. Everybody has their things. And, and, I, and I talked to them this week uh, in length, of, not about that trademark, but about different things. And everybody's just trying to cover things just in That's case. That's all it is. It may admiration. And we, I don't remember seeing it when we went into their... Um, they, now that you say it, there is, they had a cigar. It was an admiral. Maybe it was admiration that was on that in their museum. Yeah. Museum. So maybe they're trademarking an old brand. It's in the third, covering their... third box on the left as you walk in. Really? Right there. <laughs> it's blue on the front. So that's like, because they do it by the museum, if I remember correctly, as you walk around, it kind of takes you through beginning yeah, to the, modern his, the day. the history of the whole thing, all the so, way from the first brick house. So you see it's on the left when you first walk in, so that's going to be like early 1900s, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's an old brand for yeah. sure. Yeah, it could be the 1800s. If that's yeah. the one. I, I know there was an admiral on it. Maybe it said admiration. Now, in terms of industry news, it's been a little bit of a quiet week. Uh, and it began with Jay Cortez completing the purchase of Oliva Cigar Company. In a press release and stylish video, the company states nothing will change and oh, all will remain the same. Oh, exactly. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. <laughs> it's, nothing's going to change like every other brand that's ever been bought out. That nothing is going to change. Oh, we're going to keep the main guys in charge. Yeah. That is going to last. I don't know. I got six months in the pool on that one. That they'll all be gone in six months is my is my guess. Uh, well, also I saw something that said, uh, and it seemed directed towards you, Barry, that um, the thought of uh, General Cigar acquiring this. Or something that was put out in May or whatever. Yeah. Somebody put something out in May, and it was not true. They actually came right out to say it mm. wasn't. It absolutely was true. Hey, we found out in the last minute, Jay Cortez came in with a higher bid. That's right. It was a bid. Forcing STG out of the picture. Yes. Oh, wow. there, listen, there were three players that were in this. They were all buying it. If you listen to all the shows as, as it went on, we mentioned the first company that was looking to, to do it. Then we looked at the second company that was doing it. And yes, this, this unknown to most people company, and they're not an unknown company, they're a big company, mm. comes in at the end and just offers more money. Their dollar's worth uh, less, so worth more or whatever by bringing it to the U.S. or something. So this is why these European companies are jumping in. It costs them less to do it. And they come in and offer more. And It would it. stand to reason that Jay Cortez would leave things the same because they already have their sales force in play. They have the distribution network in play. So if they were going to bring cigars in legally, they would have this infrastructure already set up. Well, you mentioned J.C. Newman earlier. Well, J.C. Newman is the distributor in the U.S. Well, that's going to change. Because they just bought a distribution company. Right. So they say, yeah, we own this distribution company. We're going to distribute other people's brands, not ours. No. Right. That's not going to happen. They're going to have to do their own. And you have a guy in charge at at 
Oliva, who is running for U.S. Uh, Senate? I think uh, the House. I think he's going to be Congress. Um, And he's going to be in the tobacco business? I don't think so. It has to be a conflict of interest. Yeah, there's going to be issues that are going to be there or whatever. Whatever it plays out, good if they end up staying on, but name one. Name one. Never happens. Yeah, never, ever happens. So it's not going to end up happening, most likely. But that's, that's, listen, that's the press release. We report the press release. Uh, I don't think that happens, but. Roma Craft Tobacco announced this week they will release a five-year anniversary that includes 10 cigars, a branded cutter, and lighter, and only 400 units are available, and they're expected to sell between 300 and 350. And on Facebook, you said you're in. I'm in. So look for those yeah. here. Um, our friend and weekly listener, Dr. Gabby Caffey, announced this week Caffey Cigars would release La Union. 24 hours later, the cigar had a new name, Due to a trademark issue, the Cafe San Andreas is expected to launch at IPCPR. And lastly, yesterday, Chicago began enforcing its new law that requires a person to be 21 years of age to buy a cigar, but you could still be 18 to enlist. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! I feel like what I would imagine a marathon runner feels like after they run the marathon twice... The next day. That's what I feel. That's like. exactly how I feel the day after. <laughs> Getting up and going up the stairs? Yes, that's like a marathon for me. Do you want to eat or do you want not want to have any food right now? I want something salty and greasy. Oh, right no. <laughs> I want a steak that's like with the outside is no, seared. No, if, if I eat something, I think I'd... I'd get sick. Oh, no. I'll throw up. Salty and fatty is where I'm at. Really? Right now. Oh, yeah. Nice fried like, bologna sandwich with whipped cream and an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what that means. It's See, I gross, think, right? I, I, think I, a, <laughs> I think a steak. <laughs> nice. See, somebody gets my weird movie lines. That, why do I know that? But anyway. I think a steak <laughs> that's rare in the middle. Where the outside is slightly overcooked. I can't overcooked. look at blood right now. I couldn't look it would at blood. would complement this cigar perfectly. No, I couldn't do the blood thing. No, and I can almost eat always, except right now if I did, I think I'd be sick. I'm, off, I'm off bacon completely. I'm done with pork probably forever. Wow. Completely. Welcome aboard, Thank my you. man. Thank you. Uh, now i got to wow. order more chicken for the wedding. But I could, I, I, could eat, I could eat probably 10 slices of bacon right now. Like That's what I'm craving. No, I'm to going make this sweet, go man. Away. Chocolate cake. Sweet, maybe I'd eat like some chocolate or something like that to, to make settle my stomach. But my stomach's oozy right now. I, I could get. All I right, could, I could make stop myself sick. Uzi, Uzi is a submachine gun. It's a compact. <laughs> so what am I meaning? Lethal weapon. You mean woozy? Woozy with woozy? a W. Okay. Woozy. Thought the W was silent. <laughs> it is. It is in fact not silent. Woozy. <clears throat> Looking at our calendar of upcoming uh, events and things that we're doing here on the Cigar Authority, next week is July 9th, and the on-again, off-again Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust will be here. He is coming in. This is the latest. 
But he says, I will definitely be there, but this is the Can second time Can we have someone on standby, like his wife or something, just in case? <laughs> I said that, and that's when he went to, I'm definitely going to be there. <laughs> he's got a secret. Really? <laughs> and we could probably pull it out of there. So he's going to be on. Uh, the, the thought process was to actually try his two new cigars that will be at the trade show. Not only try them, but maybe sell them. That have them on hand. He's in Nicaragua right now. That's his uh, thought process of bringing them back with him and uh, beginning this uh, process of getting these things out before the deadline of August 8th. So that would be, what, my Kieta, my mistress? Yeah. And then the new size, I guess, of the uh, the cedar? Nope. No? The, the, uh, two totally different brands. One of them is that brand that you mispronounced. Right. And the other one is something else. Um, Awesome. And if he has them, they'll be available here in Salem, right? If they are, and if he can, and whatever. But he'll come on and at least tell us about it. Maybe we'll smoke. Well, he's going to at least bring the samples to try them, at the very least, right? You Hopefully. Think. He's listening. I know you're listening. You're going to at least bring the samples of what it is. But, you know, in the past, his, his last cigar that he came out for the trade show, that was the one cigar. You go to the trade show, you place an order, and nobody could have a sample. Nobody could try the cigar before you bought it because it wasn't ready. He's, he has no choice but to be ready or not. It doesn't matter. And he can say, you know what, this thing is going to need some resting or whatever, but he certainly has to come out with it. No, no yeah. choice. And he can wait another two weeks, or he can just come out and say, here you go. Is two weeks going to make that much of a difference of Skip Martin, who was smoking the cigar, to actually wait an extra week and make us not be able to have the cigar for 4th of July? Would be it's a crazy. Crime. It is a crime. It's a crime. I'd be so, okay with it right now. Next week, Steve Saka. <laughs> the, um, July 21st, we're going to tape the show. Um, that is a Thursday? A yep. Thursday, I believe. Uh, we'll tape the show because seven. we're going to be uh, flying out on... Um, it's our first next... tape show of the year. We made it all this time without yep, taping a show. Not even taping a show. And, and we put a show on no matter what. We try. We, we do 52 shows a year. Yep. Uh, a lot of the guys out there or something, they skip weeks, go on vacations and things like that. Tape a show or whatever, but don't skip a show. That's right. You know, we're nonstop. We've done six years and six years of shows, right? There was one time we repeated. Really? We repeated the Christmas um, mm. anniversary party show. Oh, <clears throat> oh that's it right. It was one of the that's first. That's back when we were in the radio station, I well, think, Well, it was the, right? one of the first times that David wasn't on the show, and it ended up being great. And so we had to play it a second time. It was, must have been your call on that one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but uh, speaking of not coming on the show, on July 30th, Mr. Jonathan, when we return from the IPCPR, will not be here on the show. It's the recap show. It's a big show. And we're going to tell you all the new things that have come on there. And uh, he's going to have to write it down for us. And whatever you end up knowing that we don't know. But uh, you're not going to be on that show. And if that isn't good enough, on the August 6th show, the following show after that, again... Mr. Jonathan will not be on again. So he's talking about we're, wow. do, we're, we're doing all row. the show. It's two like Christmas, row. two weeks in a row. Yeah. It's Christmas in July. You're yeah. welcome. July and August. You guys be begging to have me back. Patriots game? What's going on? No, I get two weddings. Two weddings. I thought you were done with the DJing. I've got three weddings left on the books, and then I'm retiring. Then you're really doing he it. He says it. He doesn't mean it. He I'm says done. it. He says I'm it. done. August 6th, uh, no Mr. Jonathan, but instead of Mr. Jonathan, Eric Newman from J.C. Newman will be here, and we will launch nationally. It'll be the only place that gets nationalized. Uh, It'll be the first place, and probably weeks ahead of anybody else, we will 
um, introduced the Black Diamond for sale. Because they have no choice at this point. That's they right. They cannot put it off. It's they cannot two days before. <laughs> this is it. So uh, we're the go-to guy to do it. And uh, Eric Newman will be here, and we'll tell you next week of how you can uh, not only come to it, but that night we're going to actually have The Last Supper. The Last Supper featuring Eric Newman, and he's a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. It's perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, I feel like I'm going to go to hell for the picture we made for that. Yes, it's right. and he's like, are people going to be offended? I said, you're a Jew. It's okay, because Jesus was a Jew, and uh, you're the best Jew we have. So it's, you're going to come on the show, and uh, we're going to do, at that night, we're going to do a dinner. The dinner is all free to the people that buy the products, and, and that'll happen uh, beginning this Wednesday. You buy a box of this, guys, you get a whole bunch of stuff, and you get a ticket to the Last Supper where he's going to not only give you a Black Diamond cigar, they made a cigar for Eric Newman. You don't even probably know this. You know the 1845 Perfecto, the Julius Caesar? Oh, yeah. 1845 yeah. Perfecto. They made a Connecticut version, just like the regular Diamond Crown, oh, just for him. Wow. They made X amount of 1,000 cigars that, that, uh, for him, to actually for him to smoke and him to give out in the future at events. That's what it was made for. Well, he just received them. He is not going to give any of them away until that day and never give them away after that day because he can't give cigars away after that day. So that's the only time wow. it'll ever be given away, ever, and he has to smoke the rest of them. That's it. So the Julius C- backing up to the Julius Caesar 1845 yep. short perfecto. 1895 perfecto. 1895 Correct. perfecto. That's only available in Diamond Crown lounges. Correct. Correct? And of this which one Two Guys Smoke Shop is a is Diamond one. Crown one. So we have that product. And it's regularly available, mm-hmm. and available across the country. This one was, um, I would say, um, Connecticut on, on top of that cigar, and only to be given away. But it can only be given away by Eric Newman, and only on that day and never again. There was a Maximus version of it made oh, really? at least once, because there is a picture of the three 1895 cigars in the hallway at the J.C. Oh, Newman really? factory. In a Connecticut... Uh, there's a Connecticut, oh, there's a Julius Caesar, and there's a... Back uh, in 1895? Uh, Maximus. They're all the new bands. Oh, really? So they were made at least oh. once. Okay. So anyway, that's what we're going to do with him. The following week, August 13th, Hammer and Sickle, Eric Hansen will be here showing us the, um, the new whatever that is. That jar that recognizes the Savior of the Blood... Uh, in St. Petersburg? Yes. Okay. Unbelievable packaging on this cigar. Oh, did themselves. Uh, it's the, unreal. The cigar is the Moscow City Museum Edition. Oh, cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Great. And Another then after cigar. that, we, we're doing some no-chuck shows because the Patriots uh, begin, right? Yeah. And you're traveling with them. So oh, so Chuck again. takes a day off. It's no big deal. Oh, it's just Chuck taking a day well, off. You started the thing off. We do a show no matter what. You started. And then, you, then <laughs> we got like two a, in a row. I'd like to tape marked so we can go back and review this later. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's, it's, it's time to go to break. It is time. Yeah, it's pretty Okay, close. we're going to go to break. And when we come back, uh, he's the owner and founder and the man behind Perdomo Cigars. He's built an empire, and he did it the old-fashioned way. He earned it, and he earned every bit of it. Nick Perdomo will check on him to see where he is. And uh, we're going to give away a $5,000 humidor to one lucky listener. Also, 
Gentleman Chuck Morrison will uh, get debonair. We have some news in the asylum and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're attempting to retrohale, Attempting which I, is a good word. Which I, I advise against. Uh, your firecracker by Romacraft. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them, 
he would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It was 1992 when a Navy man, air traffic controller Nick Perdomo, started a tiny three-rolling cigar company in his garage. Now, 24 years later, he employs thousands and he is not with us yet, and we'll get a details on that in just minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes. YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. I got the jitters from the Romacraft Firecracker. It was uh, too heavy, but I got through it all. I smoked an hour's worth of it. I'm down to the nub of what it is, and I'm going to stop at that point. I did not tap out. I went all the way through. That's all I know. You also did not retrohale. I'm just pointing that out. I did not. But you continued to smoke it. I I got to say, Barry actually liked it, so he's crazy. (laughs) Chuck, how far did you get? Um, I was hoping that the wick would would catch, would ignite, so I could get some flavors from that. Um, But it never did. So I got right to where the wick uh, ends. Okay, about halfway, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So get an inch and a half, two inches of it. I have a headache, I'll tell you that. It's a little uh, jittery type of thing. It's, yeah, a uh, little. I don't know if it's, uh, let's assume he made it an ongoing thing. Would anybody smoke this cigar as the regular rotated oh, for sure. cigar? Really? Yeah, there's got to be those heavy guys out there like a Barry, Trey like a Wood. Beasley. Yeah, yeah, Beasley would. Sean. You continue to smoke the cigar. Continue nah, to would, torture yourself. No, nah, I think it's a special thing and once a year or something. I only like to hurt myself once a year on the 4th of July. Yeah. So uh, this is the segment where Nick Perdomo uh, would be interviewed, and um, Nick is not here, but Barry has been following uh, where Nick is. He's actually following his flight on, uh, on the computer. Yeah. Flight aware. <laughs> yeah. I truly feel like it's a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, but he's currently traveling at 509 knots with an altitude of 29,000 feet, <laughs> and he is currently over North Carolina about to... Enter Virginia airspace. And he's trying to go to Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. right? Philadelphia. Yeah. And they have him landing at 158 or 159. It's been changing back and forth. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not so, going to happen. Until the taxis, until they. Theoretically, he could land and call us from the plane. What about when they have, um, you know, you have the internet on the plane? 
could it's he? so slow, though. Yeah, could never pull it off. Wouldn't even, I wouldn't even suggest attempting it. It's awful. It would be bad on our end. He might be able to hear us, but it would be bad on our end. And, and, like, is, there no, is there no way to make the call as opposed to a video, which is slow and, and actually... We tried that. Yeah, yeah. with Glenn Loop, and it was a But he was disaster. in his car. I don't know. I mean, the Hangout's the way to go. Yeah. You know, we, we can see them. Right. All right. It's good for our audience. We can hear them most of the time, 60% of the time. Right. <laughs> every time. 60% of the time. Every time. So anyway, uh, if, if we catch them on the tail end of it, but at the tail end, we're giving away the humidor no matter what. We said we're going to give it away, so uh, like it or not, we're giving that humidor away on this show, but we'll, we'll drag it out a little longer until we, until we tap out and say, all right, let's, let's pick somebody and uh, give this humidor away. Uh, and I know Nick feels terrible. I talked to him early this morning, and he said they just kept changing the flight and flight time. He says, I'm screwed. And uh, I'm going to try to uh, catch it at the end of it. Uh, but imagine right in between the two hours he's flying is the t- two hours of the show. I know. You know, it's couldn't come on early, couldn't come on late. It's right at exactly the time. But, hey, go figure. That's the way it is. So uh, he's being a gentleman about it, Chuck, no matter what. Because Hang he, on. We yeah. need to light up some cigars before oh, we go in there. All right. Further. <laughs> so because Nick was coming on, we said, let's just choose ourselves. What cigar of Perdomo that we wanted to choose? And uh, knowing what I was smoking first, I said, I have to go to the mildest Perdomo that I think he makes, which is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Champagne. Yeah, Bubba. That, that's my cho- yes. choice. Yep, you're smoking the champagne, which features a triple fermented Connecticut shade wrapper over Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder and filler. It retails from $6.99 to $8.99. And this is not a mild cigar. It is a Connecticut shade, and his, it is his mildest, but it is not mild by any stretch of the imagination. But it is, Nick will say, yes, it is mild, but I would say it's a medium-bodied Connecticut shade at best. And uh, I'm smoking the Habano Connecticut in the uh, Epicure size or the Toro size. And yours features a six-month Connecticut barrel-aged wrapper over... Binder from Nicaragua and filler from Condega, aged four years, Jalapa, five years, and Esteli for six years. And it retails for seven forty nine to eight ninety nine a stick. And I think this is the mildest thing. Really? Hmm. The Habano. The Habano, Connecticut. Okay. And I'm smoking the Perdomo barrel-aged Maduro, which features a wrapper aged 14 months. Over Nicaraguan binder and filler from Condega, aged four years, Jalapa, five years, and Esteli, six years, with the same retail of seven forty nine to eight ninety nine. One of his fuller bodied cigars, I would say. I would say. I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. That and I think the Noir is up there. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. How about Chuck? And being the craft uh, craft beer drinker on the crew here, I went with the craft series, the special craft series. Okay. And he's smoking the amber, which is meant to be paired with amber style beer. The cigar features a Jalapa-grown, sun-grown wrapper, Nicaraguan binder from Candega, and fillers from Esteli, with an MSRP of seven twenty-nine to eight seventy-nine a stick. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by none other than Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal last chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars—they stand for quality. Tradition in excellence. As we cut the cigar, I'm going to tell you, we, we say uh, Nick lowered the prices, and Nick has not raised his prices, but 
everybody is raising prices. Just a heads up to uh, consumers that are out there. Uh, we got a Drew Estates price increase of 2 to 3%. We've got a Davidoff price increase, which was pretty substantial. Some we got, of them up to 10%. Yep. We have a price increase of... Um, Padrone went up Padrone, as well. Padrone, Alec Bradley went up. All the kids are doing it, folks. Are that, why are they doing it? They're doing it because beginning on August 8th, part of this FDA thing is a user fee. We don't know what the user fee is exactly yet but it is going to be a substantial amount because the people are saying they're going to be charged for it and they're not going to know until three months into it right. of what they have to pay. So they're getting ready for that now. Did you guys hear about the, uh, this huge uh, settlement with Ticketmaster? Yes. You guys hear about this? So they, no. they settled um, a lot of people, if they log into their Ticketmaster account, if they've ever ordered tickets, I think it's from like 2003, something in that time frame up until 2015. Um, and they incurred a user fee or something along that line, like a transaction fee. Sure. Uh, there's been a settlement where Ticketmaster is now giving them free tickets to concerts, to sporting events, to shows. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, they were wrongfully charging this administrative They always user did, fee. Yeah. as far as I know. But apparently there was some So how do you get it on that? How do you... So apparently if you log into your Ticketmaster account, and again, if you ever order the ticket from Ticketmaster going back all the way to 2003 to basically present day, I think it might be 2015, uh, and you log into your account, mm-hmm. more likely than not, you're going to see some free tickets waiting for you. Well, of whatever they feel like giving you tickets I to? think, yeah. I think oh, it's, of yeah. crap that didn't sell it's out? It's probably crap. They? It's mm-hmm. probably crap. If it's a good show, it's probably a crap seat. Uh, but it's something. Heidi's on her phone right now looking to see what free tickets <laughs> Free tickets. So I, I know, I know. Just uh, so you know, I'd like saying this, Heidi. No country music, please. Well, I know Laurie and G, you know, go to a lot of shows. I know. So worth checking. You're listening to this, Laurie. Come on, find this out, Gianna. You got lots of tickets on there. Get some freebies anyway. So we're all smoking different cigars. Yep. But the cold drawer on my cigar tastes like the cookie from a Fig Newton. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard that described. I have some cognac type of sweetness. In, in mine, I haven't lit it up yet, but a cognac sweet. I, I like what this cigar tastes like before I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll draw on a cigar for a long time before I'll even light it. Yeah. I like what it I tastes like. I get a little, like. a little bit of bourbon on the beginning, and maybe it's mental because it's a bourbon barrel-aged wrapper, but I don't think it's mental. No, I think because it's, bourbon-y. it's in there, and it ends up getting it. Do you ever, uh, as a kid, play in a field with, like, long grass? You take the grass out, you kind of chew on it? Yeah. Yeah, that, exactly that. Is the pre-draw. There we go. And we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. And none of us are smoking intimidating cigars. They're all going to be very well balanced and uh, not all that strong compared to what we smoked. The Vertigo Intimidator does feature a uh, double big-ass tank, an easy adjustment at the bottom, four jets, and a color-changing flame, all for $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. Wow. When I smoke something really strong... And then I smoke a cigar that's more in my taste profile. Wow, do I enjoy it. Yeah. Because I went from, and again, nothing negative to the tobacco to choose or anything, just way too strong for me, way over it. Now it's something, it's like when Mr. Jonathan makes me lunch and he gets me all kinds of vegetables and stuff and he's trying to do the nice thing and then he leaves and I go into the refrigerator and I get something (laughs) naughty after he thinks it's, I don't know so about good. his uh, <laughs> supply of sunny doodles that he has hidden in the back of the freezer. And, and I know they're there. And they're so good 
after I ate the vegetables yeah. and whatever. It's a good analogy. Thing. I yeah. have a little syringe, Chuck, and I make little vegetable injections, and I inject his Sunny Doodles with <laughs> the vegetables. So he's getting it no matter what. Nice. He does put these things on. He, he's a broccoli lover. He loves broccoli. I, I tolerate broccoli. It's just good for you, and you should eat it. You eat it because it's good for you, not because you like it. Correct. And I eat what I like. That's why you Knowing that it's not good for you. That's how do you guys how. not like broccoli? How much broccoli? He puts broccoli in spaghetti sauce. And I'm so not even okay. kidding. Like an Alfredo? Something oh, like that? God. It's not Alfredo. Alfredo is cream and butter and, and cheese. That's garlic. Alfredo. Yeah. But you add some not broccoli. broccoli? Oh, no, man. you do not add broccoli. It's a party. It's a party. No, you're trying to turn something that's delicious and bad for you into putting something good on it. Put some uh, vitamins on it. <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's yes, good it's for wrong. you. And it, you're going to keep eating it. I believe it's good for you, but it, it, it doesn't make it good. This is the it trick. It doesn't make it taste here's good. The, here's the trick, Chuck. If you're ever going to try to cook Broccoli for David. Broccoli has a bitter taste to it. Lie. Number one, all the ingredients must stay inside the grocery bags because he doesn't open up the grocery bags in the fridge. He just looks and lo- he's looking for whatever he's looking for. Doesn't see him. Second, you just put the completed meal in front of him, and he eats it. He complains the whole time, <laughs> but he eats it, and that's the magic. Because you do make it look pretty. Of getting different David colors to eat vegetables. and different things and stuff. That's the way to but do it. Enough with the broccoli. Get off the broccoli <laughs> thing, Barry. You're with him a couple days a week. Does he make you eat this crap? No, no, no. He knows better. He's just not going to do it. But my God, I'm usually hungry and stuff, and I just can't wait for the second lunch after he goes downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Gino's pizza guy passes me. I'm like, hey, where are you going? Here, put this broccoli on. Don't go, yeah. go in, take a left, go right upstairs. Don't talk to anybody. Right. Just go right up there. Actually, Jonathan looks, uh, he charges us for our lunch. Really? That is but, not true. No, there's a story behind it. We all got tired of everybody. It ends trying up being... to, everybody tries to one up everybody with lunch. So we just decided whoever brings the lunch, we, we split it evenly. So nobody, so the. Updoing everybody's stuff. It's Ed. Ed cannot have anyone buy him anything without buying something better the next time. And he gets anxiety over it. So instead of that, I just said, listen, I paid 40 bucks for everything. So everybody give me seven and no one has to buy anything tomorrow. This is what it is. And that's what's going on. That's it. He actually said it the more debonair way than I did. Well, speaking of debonair, it's time for Gentleman Chuck Morrison to get a little debonair on us. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, ever, be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, speaking of lunch, dinner, who should really pay while dating? Hmm. Hmm. Here's the follow-through, fellas. If the gentleman always pays, it's a clear indicator that the relationship is not equal. The women is basically saying, my time is worth more than yours, so you should pay for it. Women, if you go on a date with a guy and you don't offer to pay your share, 
you weren't taught right. Heidi's over there with the look on her face like, wait, Barry's supposed to no. pay? Gentlemen? <laughs> not liking it. Not liking it. If you go on a date and you don't pay, you weren't taught right. Here's the key, guys. If I were dating someone right now and they don't offer to pay, I would stop dating them. Because this is the most polite they're going to be in the relationship. They're not even trying to pay now. I always treat my partner like I treat my best friend. The same standards apply. For example, I would not go out to dinner with my best friend and always expect them to pay for me. Nor would I always expect to pay myself. I'd say, let's be teammates here. The same should hold true in a relationship for there to be equal balance. Here's what means something to a guy. Trying. When a guy feels like a woman is even trying to pay for her shield, he starts to feel used. And by the way, this has nothing to do with money. It has to do with lack of gesture. Now, if a gentleman were to offer to take his date to a vacation spot, say for a hotel room that's going to cost $1,500 a night, and it's his invitation, maybe she doesn't have the same pay structure, she can't afford it, it's A-OK for the gentleman to pay in this example. He's offered the trip, it's expensive, it's his gesture. But in the dinner scale, equality rules, and for there to be equality, the offer should at least be made by the female to pay for her How about the person that offered to, hey... Let's go out to dinner tonight. I'd like to take you to dinner tonight. You're automatically locking yourself in your Correct. Absolutely yes. correct. Okay. The, yes. There shouldn't be a, even a negotiation or but an if argument. A, but if it's a mutual, hey, let's go out to dinner tonight. You're kind of talking about it. You know, gentlemen, you're probably going to end up paying yourself. But women, if you're listening, you should at least make the offer. He's not going to make you pay more likely than not. It's like when you open the, girl for the, d- the door for the girl yeah. and she doesn't reach over and unlock it for you. <laughs> right. There's a problem. That That's almost right. got really dangerous with opening up the girl. There we go. No, that's very good. That's true. Well, anyways, guys, that's the, uh, that's the gentleman's way. Agree, disagree. You can send your thoughts and comments. We're always open for suggestion. But that's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by our great friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question, fellas, ladies, every single time. Are you Debonair? Enough. Okay, I got a quick uh, text in from Laurie who knows all about what you're saying with those tickets. Yes. It's only general admission seats. And for certain shows, and most are not even available when you try to get them or the codes don't work. It's like getting scammed twice. Wow. Bam. They're pulling an American Airlines. There we are. That'd be like to call that an American Airlines. Justin Bieber is available. Okay. See? So it's just yeah. lousy shows. Uh, I can speak for Barry on this. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, he's on the playlist for our wedding. There we go. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with no signature. Hey, two questions for the show. Do you think box-pressed or round cigars burn more evenly? And follow-up, are there any wrappers that burn more evenly or is that not a factor? One other thing, I only touch up a stick when I see a long part of the wrapper start to wrinkle or scrunch. Keep up the good work. No signature. So we are wondering about box-pressed or round. Do they burn more evenly? I think a round would burn more evenly on a regular basis than a box-pressed. I would think so, too. Because there are too many things that can go wrong in the press. I'm going to tell you. Usually a thicker wrapper would be used on box-pressed to begin with, where Mm -hmm. the thin Connecticut shade burns the best. Yeah. Always. Think about Nick Perdomo, and he's got his 20th anniversary sun-grown and Maduro. (coughs) They both burn perfect. They do. And they're box-pressed. And his 10th anniversary is round, also burns perfect. Hmm. So it's just the manufacturer themselves. I, they, if you've got a quality manufacturer, they can pull it off. No matter what. Correct. 
and somebody that's a lousy manufacturer can take a good tobacco and make it burn lousy. Recluse Box. burns pretty, uh, pretty Box press, yeah. even. And they have, they have round ones in their original OTG. The big ring gauge one is round. And it burns just as good as the box press versions in the uh, the other wrappers. Yeah, I've had box press cigars that have burned bad. That's why I'm agreeing with um, Barry. But again, it could be the manufacturer themselves. You know, a box pressed, which was really a padrone type of thing. They're the ones that really brought box pressed to the market, right? Right. And there were so many people over the years that tried to emulate that cigar in total failure mm. of doing it. And it's usually they, they burn terrible and things like that. So that's what, what makes me think of box press cigars. When I get a good box press cigar, I say, okay, this guy can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking a lot of people couldn't. But, but it was one and done manufacturers anyway. So yeah. that's what it seems like there. Any wrappers that burn more evenly or is that not a factor? I think it depends on how well something's fermented. The thinner, the better it's going to burn, right, yeah. automatically. So a Connecticut shade is thin. It's going to burn better. You get thick broadleaf. It, it's thicker. That's uh, where I find the most issues, and that's where I was pleasantly surprised and impressed by perfect. the, the Roma fi- Craft Firecracker. Perfect. Burned evenly yeah, really. all oh the way God. through. And that really speaks to how well that Lajero was laid in the center and the amount of combustion material that was placed in there to get that Lajero to burn and get that Connecticut broadleaf to burn. Great. Well, Cameroon is one of the most combustible leaves Yes, absolutely. Very so, thin. Right, so that helps the Lajero burn. What happens when you get a barber pole into the equation where you're mixing two different wrappers? It should be bad. Yeah. It should burn bad. Well, one wrapper would give you enough combustion to help burn the other. The first barber pole cigar I ever smoked was the Between the Lines, the Fuente Between the Lines. Bad burning. Really? First off, it was a Figurado to begin with, so you're just lighting the end, but it was always a, 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 a cigar that you had to touch up. I, I saw Barry this week. We, we had a little get-together, and people were um, touching up their cigars, driving Barry nuts. Well, not people. <laughs> Trevor. He's not quite a person. <laughs> well, there's another person in the company that does it. I, I won't yeah. throw him under the bus, but... I mean, if you look at the cigar I'm smoking, to me, this looks like a perfect burn. Absolutely. Yes. However... To one of our employees, this is not a perfect burn, and he will sit there trying to get everything to be burning at the same exact to the millimeter. Drives me nuts. You know what drives me nuts? I've got a steering wheel on my belt buckle. (laughs) It's crazy. It's what it is. And speaking of crazy, it's time for the Asylum segment, brought to you by Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! And it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. And boys, California is not done impressing us with its blatant disregard for common sense. In fact, I think we may need to remove the word common altogether. Derek DeAnda was driving down a lonely highway when he came across a van laying on its side with a father and his three children stuck inside. This is not a laughing matter, young lady. 
He phoned it in and jumped into action, freeing them all from the wreckage. And in the process of smashing and removing the windshield, he scraped his hand. When the paramedics arrived, he asked them for a bottle of water to wash his cut and answered a few questions and went on his way a silent hero. A couple of months later, Derek received a bill for $143, making this the most expensive regular bottle of water in the history of mankind. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Was the bill for the water? <laughs> to the funny farm. Yep. Where life is beautiful all the time. <laughs> and I'll be happy to see those wow. nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. <laughs> because he answered a few questions, they considered him uh, worked on, whatever the technical term is that paramedics use when they assess somebody. And uh, he owed for all of the materials and their time, and that totaled $143 for a bottle of water. There we go. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to pull it off like a Band-Aid. We're going to give away the Perdomo Humidor. We're going to dig some more into the, into the mailbag. We've got the classic three-way and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios, smoking Perdomo cigars. And I have the champagne. I'm enjoying it. This is right up my wheelhouse. I'm loving it. We got the classic three-way, some letters in the mailbag. It's 4th of July weekend, and we're going to pull it off like a Band-Aid, and we're going to give away the Perdomo $5,000 humidor, and we were hoping for Nick Perdomo, but where is he right now, Barry? Nick Perdomo is currently between Delaware and New Jersey, and he looks like he's in a little bit of a holding pattern. So it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better, right? The, the plane's in a descent, but he's still a minimum of 20, 22 minutes from touching down. Yeah, and then he's going to get off the plane. He's got to get to a, a, what do they call it, a gate. Yeah. And then get off the plane, and then he wanted to run into the American, Express, American Airlines travel Club yeah, for which first is class probably members. a crap lounge anyway. Yep. Yeah. Just saying. So it's not going to happen, right? So let's do it. 
Let's do it, right? All Might right. as well. Why not? So this is a Perdomo $5,000 humidor. All right, I'm not going to look, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to direct your hand here. Direct your hand? I'm not going to be what? the jerk that ends up pulling it. Nobody likes you anyway, so That's just a go fair ahead. point. There we go. <laughs> right. Just get one. Don't get I'm two. Don't make it, it stick. I'm stirring it up. We're doing it on video, so there's no, there's no ripping off anybody. All right. Oh, we have a person, and their name is on there, too. And it's a... 208 area code? Is that? Is I that don't know area? what that is. Yeah, That's he, a long. That is Eric Lee from Maryland, who is a mail order customer. You know what And is? a listener of the Cigar Authority. There we Terrific. go. Oh, awesome. Eric Lee. L-E-E. From where? New Jersey? Uh, Maryland. Maryland, which is uh, where Nick is flying right above right now. Yep. So. All right. Okay. I'm going to give this to you. You know, know what to do with that. Yes, sir. And you know who the guy is. I know who he is. He's a uh, avid listener of the show. Good. Good, good, good. And a smoker of Perdomo cigars. Well, he will be, because what do you put inside a $5,000 Perdomo humidor? Nothing but Perdomo. You can put other things in it. No, but you it can't. Look, it would look no. weird. It would look no, very you weird. Can't. It would look weird. No, you go straight to hell it's, for it's that. It's like driving a Ferrari with a Porsche hat. You just don't do it. So what's his name again? Eric? Eric, Eric Lee. Eric Lee. Congratulations, Eric Lee. The winner of $5,000 humidor. Now you say, geez, I didn't win. I wanted to win something. You can win something. You can win a five-pack of those... Firecrackers. How do crackers. they win, Dave? They win by TCA Boom. Hashtag TCA Boom on the Cigar Authority Facebook page or on anywhere on Twitter, anywhere on Instagram. Instagram. And uh, we'll be able to see it. And next week on the show, we're going to have looked at all the pitches, so don't wait till the last second. But uh, get them up there, and we'll, each one of us is going to pick one that we like the best. Yeah. So you got four chances here. And I'm looking for creativity as far as location goes. I want to see some cool locations. It's got to be a cleavage. selfie. Like, I've we, changed we, my answer. I'm, I'm looking for someone that wants to get into this early and doesn't put it off. Uh, I want someone that gets in early. Over the weekend. Early. Yeah. Now. I'm, early not, I'm not looking on Friday. I'm looking early. I like that. Okay. I like that. And I don't know what I'm Sorry, looking Jess, for. Sorry, Jess. Uh, we have the winner. The name was written down. The name was written down, but Jess was right there in case it was a, a, a Stogie Points number. She's good. The sexy humidor. The sexy humidor. It is. It is. So, uh, would you say New Jersey, right? Maryland. 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 Why Nick, do I say Nick Perdomo Nick is in Jersey. In yes. Jersey. <laughs> you, want to, you want to name three or four other states no. that the guy's not so from? So, Maryland isn't bad. We can get that to him. And, and, yeah. and Vic Anderson has updated his picture to his entry of him smoking with his dog. Uh, nice. Dog. Okay. Hang on. Hang right. on. I have and, a dog. Dog is a good one. The dog is wearing a bikini, so he is in <laughs> the show, running right now. And he's showing cleavage. And it's early. And it's early. He's in the running with me and Barry right now. I would now. say he's in first place right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's in first. <laughs> nice. Let's slide. So there it is. That's classic. All right. So what do we got in the mailbag, uh, Mr. J? I think that's, that's Vic, huh? I think I have one from Vic, but... I'll find it later. Okay. All right. So we have Tony writing uh, through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I listen to many of the more popular podcasts about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Yours is And, the, your, and your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yours is the best one by far. Oh, isn't that nice? Dave stirred, but, but. <laughs> Dave stirred the pot a bit with his Rating the Guys That Rate Cigars article. Yes, I did. Uh, and then exposed many of the copycats in this industry in another. My question like is, that. I do that. why you never call out copycat shows that use yours as their inspiration? Ah, it's so easy. obvious that one show is trying to be you. They even have a village idiot, a.k.a. Mr. J. I, I hope they don't have another Mr. J. I'm the only and they village call idiot him Mr. J? around here. 
I don't know that. I think he's saying they also have a village idiot like we like have Mr. a village idiot. Like Mr. J. I think, oh, all right. I get it. I think that's where Tony's I going with this. I should stop reading right there is what I should and do. And I'm going to stand up for him and say the only village idiot is Mr. J. He's an original. Yeah. I'm an OG. I stood up for you, man. Thank you. I pre- very much. <laughs> with friends like you, you, I don't need enemies. Yes. Uh, and the others borrow bits and pieces here and there, but they never give credit where credit is due. I can't imagine how you guys feel about it, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I bet you could do a segment a week called We Are So Flattered and yeah. sell it as a commercial. <laughs> Wonderful idea. Like Ooh. the crazy news from the asylum one, which has itself been copied. So it could be the first one. At the very least, you should do a show rating all the podcasts, or you could make oh, that God. one of Barry's question of the week polls. Just my thoughts on a rainy afternoon when I should be working. Longtime listener, Tony A. Nice job, Tony. You know who my favorite podcast is, and I would love to have him on the show? Doc. We've had him on. We've had him on. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doc, uh, to me, is the originator, I believe. Did he stop before you? He did oh, start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He started before us. And um, you know who he I don't believe he is the originator. The originator guys, um, we had them on before. They got off. What, what, what were they? Watch. Or, uh, Dog, Dog Watch, Watch yeah, Radio. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Dale and... Uh, um, yeah, I was a guest on that show and okay. Bob McDuffie. Yeah. Bob, yeah. So they were the first ones to do it, and I used to listen to that, and I, and I still listen to um, Doc, who has only about three more shows left. He's stopping retiring. at 500, yeah. Wow. He's wow. stopping at 500. He's at, at 497, I believe, right now. So we only have, it. like, two years left to catch up so to So at him. least he put a line in the sand. We've got to do 501 shows, and, and we can tap out <laughs> at, at any point at that because we just have to win. That's all. We don't have to be the best. <laughs> we just have to do the most, I guess. I listen to him every now and then. I like no, to rock very good. with the doc. Yep, rock with the doc. He does a great job. And, and these guys are doing good. I think they're all good whether they copy some segments or whatever, it doesn't matter. This is all good for our industry mm-hmm. if there's people willing to listen. And Who are you and what have you done with David Garofalo? Dave, I hope you're okay with this. I'd like to give a little plug to the name of his podcast. Yeah. Doc is Stogie, Stogie Fresh. Fresh. Five. Yep. Stogie Fresh 5, yeah. No, they're good. I'm listening. You know, look on my thing. I listen to them all. Uh, we because pay I attention. Can't, I can't get enough anyway. And, yes, I do hear some of the things that I, when, when, I, when I hear it sometimes it's – a little annoying, and sometimes... A little. It's a, it, okay, it's a, you're it's back. A, yeah. You're back. <laughs> and by very, a little, he means how, a lot. How very debonair of you. No, I would feel funny if I was the one copying somebody else's totally. segment that I would say, oh, i got to come up with something else because... Uh, or say to them, hey, I'm doing... To, but, but whatever, whatever. I'm going to go on a limb and say the fact that I just said that we, I would love to have Doc on the show. Yeah. Somebody's going to have Doc on the show. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Listen, we, we've said some things before where we, we say um, what's coming up. And I think it was you that said to me before we should stop saying what's coming up because then somebody jumps the gun. and, yep, and There's, there's one podcast. T- we say we're going to do it on Saturday. They do it on Tuesday. Yeah. Whatever right. is what it is. It's good. It's good for the industry. That's, that's what this whole thing is about. And, and the listener is, yeah, you know, you, we don't charge for the show. Right. If we charge for the show and then they got the, it was a dollar to listen to the show and they got the dollar and we didn't get the dollar, but it's free anyway, so. Yeah. It's free all around. Yeah. And there, you know it's what, there is, there is something too. There's certain people that may like our show better and certain people that may like Doc's show better and, and you're getting is, the word out to different people. Yeah. It is good. Doc's is probably more informative than, you know, he, he pretty much... Between the alcohol and the cigars, yep. it's all that. Yep. And he's a one-man show, so there's yes. no filler fodder. Tough, tough, mm. tough. 
Kyle. There's nobody in between. Every once in a while, he has that girl on. Um, it's terrible. I don't remember her name. Yeah. Lovely. It's usually it's a separate, separate segment. Yeah. yeah. And the little segments that happen there. But he is uh, a consumer. And he does very good for the industry out in California and has his get-together every year. And he's great for the industry. Are you kidding me? Yeah, his uh, event is Crush and Roll. It's a wine and cigar event. Did you ever go? No, but my former employee would go on. It goes on a regular basis. Yeah. Miami Cigar. Yeah. So uh, hey, it's all good anyway. So that's that. Right now, uh, let's go to the classic three-way. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, closest without going over. Our champion remains Barry Stein. Cheater. Cheater. <laughs> He's got his board covered up. And uh, I was tempted to go to 4th of July and Yankee Doodle Dandy and Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly was the Yankee Doodle Dandy, wasn't he? Or was it, or was it Cooper? Uh, Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper. It was Gary Cooper. Yeah, but what, what year was he born? Yankee Doodle Dandy. No, I have no idea. Seventeen seventy-six, right? You no. think? Good guess. Oh, that would be um, Uncle Sam. Yes, Uncle Sam, baby. Uncle Sam, born seventeen seventy. Who was a real person, by the way? Really? Yes, New Hampshire resident. Really? Mason, New Hampshire. I recently learned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look what you learn on this show. You don't get that from the other podcast. Hell no, you don't. Yeah. No, you get real cigar knowledge. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and information about booze. Okay, Barry Stein, board today, July 2nd, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay write Lohan. Write it down. Write it down. She's a movie actress who gained recognition portraying Annie James and Haley Parker. Twins separated... Shortly after birth in the 1998 Disney comedy The Parent Trap, she won several MTV awards uh, in Mean Girls, also uh, uh, played in Herbie, uh, reloaded on Freaky Friday, and she began her professional career as a Ford modeling agent at the age of three. Lindsay Lohan, born today what year? 1985. 85, he says. 1980. 80. 1984 for the win. 84 for the win. 84, 85, 80. Barry's going to take it at no. 85. It's 86. It's 86. Son of a... Cheater. Barry. <laughs> Every time he gets one right, he's a cheater. And he went first. And his thing is covered. And he didn't know where cheater. I was going to go. Who thought I was going to go with Lindsay Lohan? Nobody, right? No. I tried to go somewhere. Nobody would think. Chuck Morrison. I'm ready. Bret Hart. Wrestler. Wrestling. Wrestler. Born in Canada. Do you know Rudy. WWE wrestling nickname, The Hitman. Uh, He would work uh, for his father, Stu, a wrestling promoter, uh, and handled uh, wrestling shows. He was inducted into WWE Hall of Fame 
but was uh, legendarily double-crossed in his final match with WWE before moving to WCW. Uh, he held uh, he held Vince McMahon responsible for that. Mm-hmm. You know the story? Yeah, man. That was a big controversy. Okay. And uh, today's his birthday. What year was he born? So Bret Hart was born in 1962. 62, Mr. Jonathan. 1970. 70. 1949. 49 for the points. Harry Stein. 49 for the... You wrote that down? Yes, I did. Right All there right. in the circle. Because you went way low. It's 57, but these guys went over. So there's uh, two points for Barry Stein. I think he was zero for Chuck, and the regular zero for Mr. Jonathan. Which uh, we have one more question. So you guys have to just a tie. You have to get the two points. Barry, it looks like a slam dunk for you. This is going to Mr. Jonathan, and it's the man with two first names: Larry David. Larry David, TV producer, writer on the TV. NBC series Seinfeld, which ran from 1989 to 1998, then became a creator, writer, and lead actor in Curb Your Enthusiasm, known today uh, as the uh, spitting image of the uh, lookalike for Bernie Sanders. And he has his voice down. Larry David, born today what year? 1941. 41, he says. It went higher, 1953. 53. I'm right in the middle, 1947. 47 for two points. Absolutely it is. Two points. Got Barry. There we I go. I am proud to be tied with you. Oh, no tiebreaker? No tiebreaker. I'm Barry! sorry. This classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Scars. Remember, whichever classic you choose, it's available on twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come to any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Seabrook, New Hampshire, Salem, New Hampshire, or Nashua, New Hampshire on your birthday up until August 7th. And we will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar for you. After August 7th, we can't give you a free cigar anymore. So if it's your birthday after August 7th, come in on August 7th, and we'll give you a free happy birthday cigar. So your birthday's in December. Come in on August 7th. We're going to give you one. Cut and light. Cut and light. You're not going to take it with you. You're not just coming by and getting a free no, cigar. hang out. You've got to hang out. Yeah. You could, so we you had could cut and light it, and then you could walk out the door, I guess, because once you got it in your mouth, what are we going to do? But Never. it wouldn't be debonair. Two days ago. Uh, two days you ago. You enough. You qualified. Good enough. You came all the way from Texas. We're going to make sure we take care of that. <coughs> what other shows have listeners coming from Texas? I mean, come on. Right. We had a, uh, a new customer come in from Canada, and being, being that I'm not, uh, that I, I live my life like I'm on the show 24 hours a day, I just it slipped out, oh, you must know Rudy, and he said yes, and I'm like, Oh, he listens to the show. He actually does know Rudy. And then he said a different last name than our Rudy, so it was not the same Rudy. So there are two Rudys in Canada. There's two Rudys in Canada that we know of. (laughs) Really? All right. That we know of for sure. For sure. Okay. uh, What do we got in the mailbag? All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thescarauthority.com. You can tell I'm getting low because they're nicer. Uh, One of the many reasons the Cigar Authority is my favorite podcast, it is led by a smart, savvy, and fun-loving business owner who apparently knows how to hire and surround himself with talented individuals and then somehow creates a special camaraderie with them. Every podcast ends up being highly entertaining. Obviously, there's something wrong with this guy. But as a businessman, I'd enjoy hearing an episode on what Mr. Garofalo looks for in an individual during the interview process. Respectfully, Brent. 
this is where we're uncomfortable with. The, that's why you save them up because you keep putting them aside because yeah. they Brent, flattery. There runs. is no. There is no interview process. Yeah. There is. Oh, I like this guy. We have a special camaraderie. He shows up on time. Uh, you're hired. That's how it works. It's much more than that, Brett. It's much more than that. And when we take Mr. Jonathan, for instance, he was a customer for a long time. I hired him for outside jobs. Yes. And then uh, once he overperformed and overdelivered like he did, he moves into a small position. He goes from the small position to a bigger position because he performed, blah, 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 and it went on from there. Performance. Yeah. As far as Barry went, I actually felt bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Hey. Barry got screwed. And, uh, which turned out to be a blessing. Yes. Yep. See how things work out? Yep. Everything but, happens but, for a reason. But somebody yeah. screwed him royally. And uh, I just, I thought of him that day when I had read on social media what happened to him. And I said, I should reach out to this guy. And then later in the day, he reached out to me. How fate was that? Wow. That's what really happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, just when you hear somebody do something bad to somebody, I'm like, Man, this guy, he's screwed right now, and that's how that happens. Going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Any regrets? None at all. Not at all. Speak for yourself. (laughs) That's why I didn't ask you. And and if I had something to say, I would be debonair and talk off the air about the regrets. Oh, by the way, we have a meeting with Dave after the show. (laughs) And regrets, I have a few. No. No, all's good. All's good. And uh, Chuck started off uh, actually on a different radio show that I was a guest on. Yeah. And you overperformed, overdelivered, showed up early, everything was great. And then when it was time for me to do something, I said, Chuck's the guy. Was Chuck able to take phone calls back then? Yes. Okay, and I have a follow up question. What, what happened? What happened? Different board, different, different, different things. Board. I'm just it, was, I know. It, it was radio. Uh, it wasn't a podcast. It was just radio. And that is your forte. Yeah. You do radio. You don't not do for. Uh, this is your only podcast. So do you Correct. Do the, uh, I have my own, but yeah. it was just me, and yeah. you didn't have the video element. And, yeah. yeah. There yeah. was a lot to it. And uh, frankly, Jonathan was hired for your position That's and right. not only quit, but failed and quit. And promoted themselves. Promoted, then promoted myself. Yes. That's how you do it That's right there, That's how you Brent. do it. Hey, I do want to say we had uh, our special visitors, Brad and Sierra, that we shout out, shouted out to last week, and they told me about this cold brewing process for coffee, and they had a problem, and I solved the problem, how to filter out the coffee once you have it. And the key is these little bottles right here, glass Voss bottles. Yes. You fill it up, and then you can easily pour it over the filter. So, Brad, uh, Brad I know you're listening. Uh, that, that is the solution. Now, use a, uh, a metal strainer. You've never had a better cup of coffee in your life. You had some this morning. Cold brew. But Cold brew. It seemed high uh, caffeine. caffeine because the heat from brewing coffee kills off some of the caffeine. So it is higher. I'm going to have to play with how to dilute it with water to bring it back down because yes. I was flying at the beginning of the show. Guys, I think someone has come in in the 11th hour. Oh, my God. Let's, get, let's bring him on if he's there. Stand by. I, I think me, uh, we might have Nick Perdomo at the very, very end of the tale, but, hey, how to wrap up the 4th of July never. weekend with, with five minutes left. Nick Perdomo, are you there? Hey, how are you, Dave? How are you doing, guys? I just landed right now. Oh, nice. my God. What a guy. What a guy to come on. I know we were tracking you uh, uh, on some sort of video thing to see where you were as you were circling. And uh, we ended up pulling the winner because we said there's no way he's going to make it. 
but we have not only a, uh, a listener, uh, uh, a customer, a listener. A fan of Perdomo Cigars. And a fan of Perdomo Cigars ends up winning. And, and his name is Eric Lee. Eric Lee out of Maryland. Maryland. Yep. You got to text me his number. I'll personally give him a call and congratulate him. It would be my pleasure. That, All right. that might not happen until Tuesday, but we will follow up with that. Terrific. Tuesday's fine. I'll be around. So, you guys do a heck of a job. I love the Cigar Authority. I just want to let you guys know that. So aren't you nice to end up – are you on the plane? I hear people in the background. Yeah, we're all, we're all, we're all getting up, getting our luggage. Yeah, so he's literally on the plane right now. I'm looking quick. at this. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> you know Nailed what makes it. it makes it even more special anyway? So you've been doing a lot of traveling, Nick. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Alaska yeah. and then over to Europe and uh, enjoying yourself, or is it all work? No, I actually enjoyed myself, but uh, too much vacation is not enjoyable to me. I, I love what I do, so. Uh, uh, but I really enjoyed Italy and Spain and Alaska. But if you take a look, you can see all the people that are getting off the airplane. Wow, he's so, literally alive. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it, yeah, so That's awesome. It was, it was good. It was good. Everything good with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. We're hearing the announcement and everything. Welcome to Philadelphia. Uh, no, American uh, Airlines sucks. Right. <laughs> Can they? Yeah, they all suck. But, uh, really? I just want to say hi to you guys. I want to wish everybody a happy uh, 4th of July and... Uh, and congratulations to a great job with the Cigar Authority. It's the only radio show that I really listen to because you guys actually talk about cigars. There we go. Thank you. Thank you for your service, Nick. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, I'll let Thank you go because I know you're carrying your bags and all that stuff. But great for you to pop in anyway. And everybody, uh, you know, we're teasing that you're going to come on. And you, you came on at the tail end. So uh, have a great 4th of July, and I'll talk to you soon. You too, Dave. Take care, guys, and everybody out there in the audience. Thanks a lot. Take All care. right. Nick Thanks, Perdomo, Nick. Perdomo Cigars. There is a hardworking guy in the, in, in, in the industry. Y'all just whistling Dixie. As, as I said at the beginning, I remember when he ended up starting off, and, and it was a handful of rollers uh, operating out of his garage. Then later on, he opened a little store down the street from his house, and he had dozens of rollers at that point and a humidor in the center of it, and he was making the, all the cigars there in the United States. And everybody said this guy can never make it. His cost, his, his product was low-priced, yet he was making the stuff in the United States, probably losing money because of the cost of labor in the U.S. And uh, he sent his dad out to Nicaragua, go search around there. In the meantime, never stopped the production. Later on, getting a little teeny factory in Nicaragua, which I actually uh, spent three nights in the house, which was the factory, uh, driving the car into the into the gate, wow. later on turning into Drew Estate's first factory, which was Nick's Peromo's house. And when, when I tell you modest means, this thing was rough. Wow. And uh, watching him as the years went on grow, I grew as he grew, and uh, so we've cool. been friends ever since. This is a lot of people in the industry, with, with Rocky Patel and all the different people that worked very, very hard to go through there. It was an awesome view of watching somebody struggle and get to the top and watching these guys. They earned it. They oh, it. absolutely. And, and Nick did, and he's doing sensational. Millions and millions of cigars, thousands of employees. And bo- there, I was there when there was a handful of people. And I, think no- we saw, I think we saw a hint. Sorry, Mr. Jonathan. I think we saw a hint to his success, for him to want the phone number of the winner so he could personally absolutely. call and congratulate. Yeah. I mean, who does that? Yeah. A guy that doesn't need to do it, but he knows it's the right thing awesome. to do. A guy that came on vacation and actually feels, yeah, i got to get back to work. You know, I should get back to work. I got to get back to work, but it was nice. But he bal- he has a good balance. If you if you follow him on on social media at all, you'll see how much he he cares about his family and spending time with them. 
and by doing that and spending as much time as he does in the business, it's like, when does he sleep? His wife's the unsung hero of that company, too, because she's all over social yeah. media. She just does a lot. And yeah. she's a hard worker, and too. You know, you, know he visited, you know he visited accounts while he was yes, on he did. Yes, vacation he <laughs> and sold some Perdomo cigars while he was there. Right, right. There's somebody up here in Alaska. I'm sure there's get a there. tobacconist in Alaska. And, and he goes to his now. I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, it's just great to know him. There's a guy with unbelievable worth ethic, and I'm seeing that in his children. Yeah. Same thing's happening in his children, too. Um, they're, they're at the point where uh, they don't have to work the way they used to do, but it's ingrained in them at this point. You'll have nothing but. So uh, huge success story. It's great to see. Uh, Nick Perdomo, congratulations. Again, the name of the winner? Eric, Eric Lee. Lee. I Eric. believe it's Damascus, Maryland, if memory serves me correct. All right. All right. Eric Lee, congratulations to you. And uh, for everybody out there, remember, TCA Boom. Hashtag, Hashtag TCA, TCA Boom. boom. We want to see the selfies. Boom. We want to see cool backgrounds. We want to see bikinis, cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> and do it now. And your dog. The dog. The dog is a good thing. Animal lovers and stuff. Uh, if, if you get people to, um, what, do you, what do you call that, when they click on and other people connect to it? Oh, share. Share, share, share it. it. Yep. Shares. That's what I like. Right? We'll get more people to know about the Cigar Authority. Sharing Maybe you get the Cigar Authority in the background. That would help. What thing? All these things. I'm just giving you some ideas. Yep. Um, we'll give a five-pack uh, to anybody so, for, the, for the four people. So quickly, it's Facebook.com slash the Cigar Authority, Twitter, or Instagram. Hashtag TCA boom. Yeah, boom, and, and boom. they don't need to put it on the Cigar Authority thing. They just put it on anything. Um, unless it's Facebook, it has to go on to the Cigar, Cigar Authority. Authority. On, on there. So next week from Dunbar and Tobacco and Sober Mesa Cigars, Steve Saka joins us live with not one but two new cigars. Will we have them to smoke? Will we have them to sell? He's on again, off again, Steve Saka, but he says he's going to be on. And he's going to be live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire next week. We'll see if it ends up happening. Our fingers are crossed. Next week live. Have a safe 4th of July, everybody. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And it's quite possible you've actually learned nothing else in the past two hours. And no matter what Perdomo you are smoking, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven.
choices. Stroll- 